A reading from the first book of Kings. At the mountain of God, Oreb, Elijah came to a cave where he took shelter. Then the Lord said to him, Go outside and stand on the mountain before the Lord. The Lord will be passing by. A strong and heavy wind was rendering the mountains and crushing rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind, there was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. After the earthquake, there was a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. After the fire, there was a tiny whispering sound. When he heard this, Elijah hid his face in his cloak and went and stood at the entrance of the cave. The word of the Lord. Lord, let us see your kindness and grant us your salvation. Lord, let us see your kindness and grant us your salvation. I will hear what God proclaims, the Lord, for he proclaims peace. Near indeed is his salvation to those who fear him glory dwelling in our land. Lord, let us see your kindness and grant us your salvation. Kindness and truth shall meet. Justice and peace shall kiss. Truth shall spring out of the earth and justice shall look down from heaven. Lord, let us see your kindness and grant us your salvation. The Lord himself will give his benefits. Our land shall yield its increase. Justice shall walk before him and prepare the way of his steps. Lord, let us see your kindness and grant us your salvation. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, I speak the truth in Christ. I do not lie. My conscience joins with the Holy Spirit in bearing me witness that I have great sorrow and constant anguish in my heart. For I could wish that I myself were accursed and cut off from Christ for the sake of my own people, my kindred according to the flesh. They are Israelites. There's the adoption, the glory, the covenants, the giving of the law, the worship, and promises. There's the patriarchs, and from them, according to the flesh, is the Christ, who is over all, 
God, blessed forever. Amen. The word of the Lord. reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. After he had fed the people, Jesus made the disciples get into a boat and precede him to the other side, while he dismissed the crowds. After doing so, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. When it was evening, he was there alone. Meanwhile, the boat, already a few miles offshore, was being tossed about by the waves for the wind was against it. During the fourth watch of the night, he came toward them walking on the sea. When the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified. It is a ghost, they said, and they cried out in fear. At once Jesus spoke to them, Take courage, it is I. Do not be afraid. Peter said to him in reply, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. He said, Come. Peter got out of the boat and began to walk on the water toward Jesus. But when he saw how strong the wind was, he became frightened, and beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and caught Peter and said to him, O you of little faith, why did you doubt? After they got into the boat, the wind died down. Those who were in the boat did him homage, saying, Truly, You are the Son of God. The Gospel of the Lord. By now, I think uh, most of you have probably seen the the terrible images of the fires on the island of Maui in Hawaii. Uh, One particular town has come to the forefront and I hope I pronounced the name right, Lahaina, I believe. If that's not right, forgive me. But uh, when you see pictures from this town, all you see as you look around, ashes, ashes, ashes. The occasional pile of bricks or concrete where a building has collapsed. With one big exception. The Roman Catholic Church of Maria Lanaquila the only building left in the whole city. 
Now, the people who are living there, quite rightfully, I think, believe this is a message from God, a message of hope. And if we look at it just like that, I agree. We can, we can, we can see that plain as day. But the interesting thing about messages from God is there are often subtle layers to them. The name in the Hawaiian language, Maria Lanakila, translates into English as Mary, Our Lady of Victory. I see a few people nodding their heads about that. You've heard of Our Lady of Victory. Our Lady of Victory is the title that was given to Mary by Pope Pius V following what's known as the Battle of Lepanto. This was a huge battle when invading Muslim forces intent on enslaving all of Europe were turned away by a very tiny Christian force. And the Pope attributed it to the fact that he had asked everybody to pray the rosary asking for Mary's intercession in the battle. It was a miraculous delivery by God of all the people. I mention all this because it dovetails very nicely with the message in today's gospel reading. So, somewhere in your life, you've probably heard someone say, I simply cannot believe in a God that would allow, and then they mention some horrible thing a disaster, an illness, a death, the, the, the dreadful clerical abuse scandal our church has been going through all these years. They use that as their excuse for why they don't go to church anymore, or, or, or even, you know, synagogue or mosque for that matter. It's an attitude that I think can explain the drop across the board in people attending religious services together. But I'd like you to stop for a moment and consider this. When our Lord walked the face of the earth, He was among a conquered people. The only liberty that the people had was whatever the government said they could have. He had a hard time with people believing what He was teaching. His closest associates abandoned Him during His greatest crisis, and He died the most ignominious, humiliating form of execution that existed in that day. And yet, and yet, He calls upon us as good and faithful people to continue to hold on to our faith through all our trials, through difficulties, through seemingly impossible situations, because they are all a test beyond which lies the path to our eternal reward in heaven, which is, after all, the ultimate goal of our existence. When we come to our Scripture passage today, we're picking up right after Jesus has fed the crowd of 5,000 people, the miracle where He took a small amount of food and multiplied it, right? He tells the disciples, get in the boat, go on without me, I'm going to take care of the crowd, I'm going to pray for a little bit, don't worry about it. The thing is, this is going to be a test for the disciples. He's just shown them His divine power by feeding this huge crowd out of almost nothing. And the storm they're about to encounter is exactly like the storm that they had encountered earlier in the Gospel of Matthew. You might remember Jesus was sleeping in the boat. The big storm comes up. They wake him up because they're terrified. So you would think that they would have been prepared to believe in his protection. And yet, 
when they see him walking across the water in the midst of the storm, they're terrified. Their faith is not yet strong enough. Now, good old Peter, Peter tries, okay? Peter tries. He says, Lord, if that's really you, let me come out there too. Let me walk on the water too. Jesus says, all right, give it a shot. Peter steps out, and at first, he's doing it. But then everything around him distracts him from the Lord, and he begins to sink. The storm makes him falter because he's lost his focus on Jesus. He's lost his focus on Jesus because he couldn't see through the storm to see the God within, like Elijah did in our first reading. So for Elijah, you know, he wasn't afraid of the fire. He wasn't afraid of the wind. He wasn't afraid of the earthquake. But when he heard that still, small voice, he recognized that as God, and he hid his face because, you know, you weren't supposed to look directly at God. Elijah passed his test because he was able to see past the scary events around him. When we look at the lives of the martyrs in our church, going all the way back to the ones during the great Roman persecutions, all the way up to the martyrs of today, people are being martyred this very day in Africa, in the Middle East, in India, in China. We've got it pretty good here, but this is still going on in those parts of the world. But when you look at the stories about these martyrs, what do you notice? We see that by persevering in faith through the trial, it brings God's peace to those going through it. Now, the storm may bring about their physical end. Don't get me wrong. This could happen. Yet, the promise of the reward of faith looms beyond. For this world is not our ultimate destination. It is the place of our journeying towards that final destination, towards heaven at the wedding feast of the bridegroom of the church, our Lord Jesus Christ. So let's ask ourselves, can we, like Elijah, see through the storms in our lives, like the martyrs, look in faith past the difficulties to see God within? Or are we as distracted as Peter and the disciples in the boat? Can we find some time while we're at a relatively calm moment in our lives to strengthen our faith by prayer, by reading Scripture, by attending Holy Mass, so that we're better prepared to weather the storms when they do come. And if we have a strong faith, can we share it with someone else who is too frightened by their own storms? Can we forgive ourselves for the times when we have faltered in deed or in faith and ask the Lord for a second chance through the sacrament of confession? Today, when our Lord is made present on the altar through the Eucharist, take a moment and pay attention to what's known as the fracturing rite. Father will elevate the host and break it 
all right? The consecrated host, the body of Christ, broken, symbolizing his death. Then he takes a piece of it and he drops it into the chalice containing his precious blood that had been poured out for us, reuniting them, symbolizing the resurrection of the Lord that happened after the storm of his passion. So let us not lose faith just because of the storms in our lives that God allows to enter. Let us rather rejoice that our God walks with us through the storms. God love you.